This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys on Dubai Eye 103.8. Helen Farmer with you, your chance to hear from the experts, the insiders and the industry, get some great recipe ideas and of course share your questions as well as we talk all things food. This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. We are live with you this afternoon from ICCA, that's the International Centre for Culinary Arts. And I am delighted to be joined live in our studio here by Chef Richie Richards, a proud Jamaican national and the head chef at Miss Lily's Dubai. Chef, thank you for being with us this afternoon. Thank you for having me. Now, I'm very excited about what we're cooking this afternoon. What I'm a little bit concerned about is spice level. We're making jerk chicken, we're doing rice and beans, we're doing some plantain as well. I think your spice level is going to be somewhat higher tolerance-wise than mine. Mine is typically described as English white girl spicy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but for jug, um, we can do a variation. Thank you. Right? So we can <laughs> make it a little bit milder. Okay. For sure. We're going to be getting your tips on how to make the perfect jerk and, and how it can be used on, on different, uh, different, different ways, different veggies, different meats as well. But before we get to the dish, I want to know about you. Tell us about growing up. Who was cooking in your house? Um, growing up, um, my mom was always doing all the cooking. And from a tender age, I was always in the kitchen with her as well. So I think that and the fact that my father was a farmer. So on the weekend when all my friends were playing or watching TV, I had to go to the farm with them also. And I think growing up with them and tending the crops and reaping the crops and cooking with my mom, that's where um, my culinary passion sparked from. And that gives you... A genuine understanding of produce about it does. seasonality. It does. it does, it does. I actually love agriculture very, very much. Even now, I try to um, plant scotch bonnet and um, so forth on at home so on the balcony. So, what was growing then? What was your dad growing? Uh, we grew callaloos, scotch bonnet, okra, tomatoes, um, potatoes, all those vegetables. So, when at what point did you think? This isn't just something I enjoy. This is something that I want this to be my life, my career. How old were you then? I think I was about eight or nine. Wow. Yeah. I think I was about eight or nine because I was always baking with my mom. Mark you, I don't like baking now, to uh-huh. be fair, uh-huh. but I was, I was in the kitchen with my mom baking. My favorite part of that, I was always licking the bowl. Yeah. And she's making pudding, of course. It was <laughs> so good. <laughs> but tell me then, training's hard. It is. But, I mean, if you're doing something that you love, then it becomes fun. That's what keeps you going. That's what keeps me going. That flow. Yeah that hierarchy in the kitchen yeah and i gave myself a 10-year goal plan to become an executive chef within 10 years which i achieved within seven years so i within myself i felt that that was a great accomplishment because i kept pushing myself pushing myself order and order mm-hmm. i mean it was very good but it took a toll on my personal life because as a chef we spend a lot of time at work and not necessarily at home you're you're the ones who are cooking on those special occasions yes right yes. if it's if it's christmas yes. if it's ramadan Bali, you are the ones who are making sure that everyone else has an amazing everyone time is, yes so you've missed weddings and birthdays over the years everything everything oh, chef. as, as chefs we, we we live at work and then occasionally visit our home <laughs> so, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> which explains the comfortable footwear i'm going to be talking to chef sergio later about the, the footwear of choice amongst chefs um we've had so many messages coming in we've got a 500 dirham voucher up for grabs and spinnies this afternoon Mm-hmm. Um, we're asking everyone to get in touch and say, if you're going to cook a meal for someone special, 
who are they cooking for and what would you make? So if I was going to give you that voucher today, I can't because you're on the show and you're already a chef. Yes. But let's, let's pretend. Who are you, who'd you cook that meal for and what are you cooking? Well, that's a... Who would I cook for now? Do you know what? I'm well, going to give you a minute to think about it, Chef. This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. I'm Helen Farmer with you until five o'clock this afternoon. As we talk food, we've got a bevy of fantastic chefs and the master chef of today is the man himself. We have got Chef Richards with us, an ambassador of Jamaican cuisine here in the UAE. He's been here since 2016, and he's going to be creating some very lucky competition winners. Is it a signature dish, jerk chicken, for you, would you say, at Miss Lily's? It is a very signature dish. It's among our top sellers. Okay. Now, before I asked you, and this is our competition question this afternoon, we've got 500 dirhams up for grabs for a lucky winner, not you, sir, to win, to spend in spinnies. But you need to tell me... If you're going to cook a special meal for a special person, who you're cooking for and what are you making? Chef Richie, what are we cooking? To be fair, I think I should be a part of that competition. <laughs> I know for sure that I would win. <laughs> you're a friend of the show. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well, for me, I definitely cook for Sheikh Mohammed. Good choice. Definitely. And, but and what are you going to make? I want to make Jamaica's national dish. Which is? Which is ackee and sawfish with fried dumplings and plantains, of course. Okay. Everyone loves Brandon. Okay, I love it. Thank you so, so much. You've got people to, uh, to teach this afternoon, Chef. I will let you get back into your kitchen. We're going to catch up with you soon, get some tips and tricks for making that signature jerk chicken. We've got rice, we've got beans, we've got some plantain, which looks like banana, which I do not like, but Chef has assured me it does not taste like my phobic fruit. So what I want to know from you this afternoon is exactly that. If you're going to cook for someone special, what would you make and who is it for? I honestly have been a bit of a, a horror to live with recently. I'm really stressed about going to Kilimanjaro tomorrow and I'm definitely taking it out on my husband. So I think I owe him a meal, a bit of an apology and a bit of TLC as well. So I would make him his favourite, which is oxtail ragu. It takes about eight hours to make and frozen cookie dough. So let me know yours. And I have to say, it's, it's so lovely to hear about the special people in your life and just taking a moment to, th- to think about them. Uh, Suleiman would make, for his wife and kids, a spicy fish curry and rice. Uh, Nadia would make mutton biryani, chicken kebabs for my mother-in-law. She always cooks delicious meals for the whole family. And uh, thank you, Farah, saying I'd make a meal for my mum. Haven't seen since the start of the pandemic. She's been a carer for my grandparents who are vulnerable and she needs a night off. I'd make her homemade chicken biryani, simple, but the comfort food she loves. And uh, for Marianne, it would be best friend Simon, just left Dubai to live in Malaysia, would make him slow roast lamb shoulder with rosemary and crunchy roast potatoes, puddings, fudge brownies and chocolate ice cream. Chocolate ice cream. Marianne, can you cook that for me? That sounds absolutely incredible. Welcome back to Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Eat well, live well. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. It's Helen Farmer with you live from ICCA. Brilliant to have you joining on this Thursday afternoon as we talk all things food. But don't worry if all the chat of jerk chicken and food news and restaurants is getting you hungry. You can get involved as well. 500 dirhams up for grabs for you to spend in your local spinnies, telling you how to win that very, very soon. But first, let's head over to our kitchen, because the man of the hour, and he's got a, uh, he's got a whole brigade with him today, is Chef Richie Richards. He's here going to be making this signature dish of Miss Lily's, where he's head chef, jerk chicken. 
So we've got a lot of keen chefs here. Uh, they are some of them cooking from scratch, sometimes for the first time. But before we get into some of the ingredients, Chef, can you tell us a little bit about jerk chicken, the origins, the flavors? Wow. Okay. So for jerk, um, what is jerk pretty mostly? Jerk is the marinade and the cooking method, right? So you can do jerk, the marinade itself, and it's very versatile. You can use it on your vegetables, you can use it on your seafood, poultry, or meat. So today we're going to go a little bit in the history of jerk. So the Arawak Indians and the Tainos were the first inhabitants of Jamaica. They found these chilies in the bushes, which they then grounded up into paste, which they used on their meat itself to marinate their chicken, or not even their chicken, whatever meat they have, and then they would hang it to dry. Something like a beef jerky, right? So that is how the history of jerk came about. They then taught it to the African slaves that were brought to Jamaica, were brought to Jamaica, and they then evolved um, the jerk into what it is today. So jerk. Without scotch bonnet chili and pimento, you can't call it jerk. These are the two key ingredients of jerk. And of course, we got our fresh thyme, we got our scallion, garlic, a little bit of ginger also, which all is going to be blended together with a little bit of soy, just so you can get it. Now, scotch bonnet, the thing with scotch bonnet is that it's a family, it's a member of the habanero family, but it's a lot more fruitier and a lot sweeter and the haroma that it has is a lot better than the habanero chili itself. Okay? So, we're going to be making this marinade now from scratch and um, we're going to marinate the chicken and we're going to let that sit for like 15 minutes and then we'll continue. So, today we're doing jerk chicken. You already said that, right? Jerk Jerk chicken and I have to say the ingredients look amazing. They smell fantastic. We've got some very lucky masterclass participants today who can pretend that they are indeed on television because uh, everything's been pre-prepared it's just a case of like putting it here putting it there. So huge thanks to the team at icca uh, we've got our student chefs here as support for helping out with the process helping out with extra ingredients that might be needed um chef i'm gonna have a little smell of some things hang on what is what is this this fresh time so there's some ingredients, like I would never think that thyme would be used in a jerk chicken. Okay, you've cut a chili for me. If I start crying on live radio, no, you're you taking over. Time. You're the host of uh, Farmer's Kitchen, you okay? Want, you want but you get from it. Yeah, it's like a super concentrated red pepper, like a red bell pepper. But Okay, but I'm not going to get my eyes too close to the seeds. And talk to us about this vibrant um, yellow powder we have. What's that? Okay, so this is um, the chicken stock that we'll be using today also. So it's dehydrated chicken stock. It's flavorful. It's very convenient. And you can just add some water to it and boom, chicken stock right there. I love a shortcut. Okay, so we have got some brown sugar. We've got, uh, I think, ginger. Some coconut oil, extra virgin coconut oil right there. So coconut oil, this is in its kind of solid form. Are you going to cook this down to a liquid? Yes, we will. We will. So we will use this as the fat to saute all our aromatics for rice and peas. Is this coconut powder? This is coconut powder indeed. So this is coconut powder which we're going to rehydrate and then add to our rice and peas as well. We're going to talk about plantain later because you've assured me it does not taste like banana. I am near phobic of the fruit. If you're lying to me, there's going to be problems. We're going to have a taste test later on. Chef, I'm going to let you get cracking. You've got some, uh, some keen chefs ready to learn a proper life skill, learning how to make that jerk. We'll catch up with you later on. 
great to have you with us. I'm moving back to my studio here at ICCA. Um, don't forget, we're live on Dubai Eye 103.8, and you can catch what's happening behind the scenes um, at Dubai Eye 103.8 FM on our social media too. As ever, we love hearing from you. You've always got some brilliant ideas about where to go, what to do, what to eat. Um, so if you've got a favorite chef or you've tried a dish in the last couple of weeks that you feel needs to be celebrated, let me know. 4001. Tell me, because in Dubai we're having a very big celebratory weekend, for very obvious reasons, kicking off tonight at 8 o'clock. I want to know if you want to cook a meal for someone special, and it doesn't need to necessarily be a, a special occasion, but someone that deserves a bit of a treat, what would you cook and who are you cooking for? I was torn. As I said, I've been a bit, a bit of a horror to live with recently and I feel like I kind of owe my husband a bit of an apology so I'd probably cook him something. But we just moved house at the weekend and the team of movers were legends. They were the nicest, nicest guys. They were upbeat. The tunes they had on were brilliant. They worked. They, they were just incredible and I'd love, to be honest, sorry, Mr. Farmer, to treat them to a feast, to say a massive thank you and... Uh, you make them something really special. I would need to speak to their boss and find out what, what Filipino food they would like. In fact, if you've got any suggestions, let me know. 4001. Going to your messages, though. Roshan saying, I'd love to cook for my sister-in-law her favourite soup. Spicy Tom Yankung. Yummy. I love this, Claire. Mushrooms on toast for my parents, followed by a sticky date pudding and lots of butterscotch sauce. Delicious. No name on this one, but I'm desperate to know more. I actually did cook a meal for a gentleman called Lenny Henry famous UK comedian many years ago as part of a competition salmon of Eastern Promise with couscous and coriander uh, dressing marble chocolate mousse and it was televised need to get you on the show you sound like you know exactly what you're doing um oh Mohammed I'll think of something to bake for my wife love it 4001 let me know what you would make and who you would make it for got loads coming your way this afternoon. We're meeting some of the student chefs at ICCA about why they want to work in food, what their career ambitions are. Catching up with the, the big boss here as well. Chef Sergio will be talking about what's happening at ICCA. And I know they've been doing some of the training of the chefs and the, the kind of experimentation of the meals for Expo as well. So what can we expect? This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. We are here at ICCA and I'm not alone. We have got Chef Richie Richards. What a name. Can't believe I haven't mentioned that sooner. He is the head chef at Miss Lily's and a real ambassador for Jamaican cuisine here in the city. He's teaching some very lucky competition winners who have scored their places through Dubai Eye and through Spinney's as well. How to make one of the signature dishes, one of the best sellers at Miss Lily's, jerk chicken with rice and beans and spicy plantain. We're going to be getting a bit of a, a bit of a sneak peek of what's going on in the kitchen and I'm hoping I'll have a little taste test before before the afternoon is out but having a quick look at some of the ingredients we were just talking then about the chilies um he was saying that scotch bonnet is linked to the habanero so if you do pick up the latest spinnies magazine there is a whole article on a bit of a, a bit of a cheat's guide to different different chilies getting some spice into your life into your meals and also what to do with the rice so today we're using a thai fragrant jasmine rice and it is the, the Hommali, the highest grade of long grain. It's superior rice, got a really aromatic flavour, and it's kind of smooth, silky texture as well. And, of course, given the name, uh, a sweet, fragrant jasmine scent. 
Now, it's only grown once a year in areas in north and northeastern Thailand. It's got to have exactly the right terrain, exactly the right climatic conditions as well, and obviously very stringent measures to make place that make sure that only the most authentic and genuine rice is offered. So there is a logo that you need to look for, and this is a Spinney's Food. So if you, if you see that on the, on the shelf, that is the one to go for. Spinney's Food Thai Fragrant Jasmine Rice. Really excited to see how it's going to come together in this Jamaican dish today. Janina is joining us. She is a student here at ICCA. We spoke last time. She just moved here from Costa Rica and delighted to have you with us. And I think rice is such an interesting ingredient. You know, cuisines all over the world. We've had people getting in touch um, to say that they would cook a paella, for example, or Thai green curry. We think about just the way that different different cultures different countries take a really humble ingredient make it their own what how do you use rice in costa rica well actually us costa ricans we love rice um we actually our breakfast is based uh with rice uh it's called gallo pinto which is uh rice with beans and the lisano sauce which is if you go to costa rica you have to try it it's amazing um, also, uh, in lunch, we, we eat casados, so we choose any kind of protein. It can be chicken or meat, and then we always use rice. So let us know, 4001, wh- how that rice is used in your culture. I say that, unless I'm being a bit thick, I'm not sure how it's used in English cuisine. Can I count... Can I, can I count chicken tikka masala as a British dish with some rice on the side? I don't know. But, you know, looking around uh, this afternoon, we have got... Hanani, come over here. Hanan, how, how's rice used in your family growing up? Um, What's your background? Yes, well, my dad's side of the family are Kuwaiti, and we have, um, uh, yeah, we like, we like, like rice. rice. <laughs> very, very popular. And then my mum sort of made a twist uh, on rice and made her own Arabic-style crispy-type uh, rice thing. We've, but, yeah, we, we like rice. We've got Rick from Philippines. We've got Chef here from Jamaica. I wanted to ask you as well, Julian, about spice. Are chilies used in Costa Rica? Well, actually, we use a lot of Tabasco and Chile Panameño. A chili panameño. Chili panameño. Yes. And what is that? Uh, it's a. I don't know uh, much about it, but it's like a really, really, really spicy uh, chili. How's your spice tolerance? Um, I would say I like spice, but uh, with a glass of water on the side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was invited to a burger joint called the High Joint a few uh, a few weeks ago, and it was like they've got a secret menu. My husband loves burgers. Like amazing. Let's go check it out. And they, they do this burger with a hot sauce that they serve with a glass of milk and a scoop of ice cream. And I was like, come on, that's a bit dramatic. No, no, I was crying. <laughs> so it's interesting thinking about chefs needing to do different tastes and how your own tolerance plays into dishes. Gina, thank you so much. I know you've got a kitchen full of aspiring chefs and let you go back and help them now. This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai I 103.8. Great to have you with us. If you have just tuned in, this is Farmer's Kitchen brought to you by Spinneys. I'm Helen Farmer and through until five o'clock. It's, um, it smells delicious and joining us now is one of our masterclass participants. Becky's with us. Tell us, how is the jerk chicken experience so far? It's gone good so far. Like everything smells incredible. It smells amazing. Yeah, it smells really good. Do you normally cook much? Not really. I'm a bit of an amateur, but I'm here learning new skills, so maybe I can take it home with me. I think yeah. honestly, think that w- that's exactly what Farmers Kitchen is about. Like, there's so many things I see on the shelves of Spinneys. I'm like, mm, that looks amazing, but what do I do with it? Like, if I saw 
some of these spices are like, well, I don't know how to bring them together. Tell us about some of the ingredients you've been cooking with today. So <laughs> this is not a test. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> well, today we've been um, making jerk marinades. So we've been using like thyme, ginger, um, soy sauce to make the marinade and yeah it's chicken we're putting it on today is this something you try again at home definitely definitely there we yeah. go we've got a convert becky thank you so much i know that everyone i don't want you to miss a thing <laughs> give me a microphone get back into that kitchen this is farmer's kitchen with spinnies live at the international center for culinary arts icca dubai only on dubai i 103.8 Loving all your three-word Thursdays, guys. Mine was um, <laughs> really, really nervous and not quite packed. What about you? We've got Simply Bubbly Excited from Herman. Uh, we've got Crazy Productive Fun from Ariane. Uh, lots of you talking about how excited you are for Expo. Expo 2020, see you from Donna. And uh, honestly, poorly little girl. Oh, I hope everything's all right at home. We've got a chef with us this afternoon, Chef Richie Richards. He is the head chef at Miss Lily's and the man behind this incredible jerk chicken. Chef, it smells ridiculous. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's going to taste even ridiculous. <laughs> My husband's cooking a meal for, t- for me tonight before I go away. I'm going to have to be like... Yeah, I kind of ate before. I kind of had some jerk chicken at about five o'clock after the show. Um, can we talk about Jamaican cuisine in, in general? But I'd love to talk about how you represent it at Miss Lily's. Talk us through the menu. Okay. For Miss Lily's, the, the menu itself, um, it's a very diverse menu. So we have something for everyone on our menu. But the classic Jamaican dishes that are there, the authentic dishes, we have jerk chicken, of course. We have escovitch fish, which is a whole fish that is deep fried. And then the pickled vegetables with... Oh. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, love so you have vegetable. those pickled vegetables and bami on the side also. We have our curry goat, which is real goat itself, oxtail. These are all authentic Jamaican dishes. What about something sweet? Do you have a sweet tooth? Mm, to be mm. fair, yes, I do. Okay. But I prefer ice cream, to be fair. Okay. And uh, as speaking about ice cream, I'm working on some new ice creams also. Okay, come on, tell us what what do you what's the alchemy in the kitchen? What flavors? I, I, I can't oh, spill the beans. Come on, yet. chef. Okay, I can't spill the beans. What's currently on the dessert menu? Okay, currently on the, the dessert menu we have dark and stormy, which is our rum, which is a rum cake, of course, which is served with ice cream and then a dolce dolce on on top, ah. which is amazing. <sighs> okay. Right, I know. Uh, okay, so here's my last question to you before, because I know your chefs are, st- are standing by and we're going to come and catch up with you very, very soon. If we're going to go book a table at Miss Lily's over the weekend, what is the one dish you have to try to have that full experience? Jerk chicken. Jerk chicken, all right. Well, we're teaching you how to make it this afternoon. Chef, get back into that kitchen. You've got some people eager to learn from you. This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. We're here at ICCA this afternoon, and I have to say, it's one of my favourites because it always smells amazing and there's always something to have a little snack on. Uh, joining us here, we have got Chef Sergio. He is the cookery chef instructor for ICCA. Chef, I always um, mean to ask you this. Tell us, tell me a little bit about your name. My name? Because you're, I'm getting South African accent, but I'm getting Italian name. And I, I, I just, I want some clarity. So I was born in a small island of Madeira. So it's a small island off the coast of Portugal. Mm-hmm. And then moved over to South Africa when I was two and a half years old. So I'm actually half Spanish, half Portuguese. 
which is a Brought, very... Uh, yeah, and grew up in South Africa. And then, yeah, been around the world, found myself here in Dubai now. Some great sporting nations and some Definitely. great food nations great food. as I well. Mean, that's what made me really fall in love with food was obviously all my aunties and just the culture around Portuguese cuisine and Spanish cuisine. So going to my grandmother's house and it was the paellas and, you know, the espetadas and the fish, the meat, the veg, the sauces. It was just... And then yeah, the Portuguese I'll, side, can you do a good custard tart? Oh, definitely. Pashte nata? Yes. <laughs> definitely. It's good to know that you know about that. That's you great. Can get, you can get them in Dubai and they're not bad. They're not bad, but they're not the original. Okay, well, next time I come, I, you know what I I'll, want I'll, waiting I'll for me. I'll give you my grandmother's recipe. Uh, How's no, that? I don't want the recipe. I want you to make them for me. <laughs> okay, do you not know enough. me at all by now? Come on. <laughs> but no, huge thanks to ICCA for hosting us here for Farmer's Kitchen because your team is fantastic and we do have the added bonus of a few little cookies and nibbles and things Definitely. waiting for us. I know the students here are learning and we're very happy to be, to be testing the future of their labour. Um, I'm curious, not just about your name, um, <laughs> but about your footwear. footwear. Talk to me about what chefs wear on their feet in the kitchen you're rocking uh, some Birkenstock clogs. clogs yeah I mean um, to be honest they're very comfortable I believe that a chef does need really good comfortable shoes um, in a professional environment you actually need more of a, a safety boot right you need something with the steel toe which you know I'm not promoting Birkenstock or anything Birkenstock don't have the steel toe so if a pot goes and falls on my toe you're still going to be in trouble. Or a knife falls or from height. Or a knife height. falls, yeah. You can still be in trouble. So you need a good safety boot. Of course, yeah, we're at the school. I mean, um, most chefs love the Birkenstocks, to be honest. Well, um, Chef Richie Richard is wearing, a, is wearing a clog this afternoon. He's wearing um, a clog. I can, <laughs> I'm just curious. We've got some Crocs going on. It's, um, it's just very interesting to kind of see that, that side. Because how many steps a day do you reckon? Let, let, let's talk. I'll ask, I'll ask Chef this as well. But, you know, if you're working in a kitchen, you've got prep most of the day, you've got full service at night. How many steps are we talking? Well, when I was in South Africa and I had my own catering company, I was averaging between 25 to 30,000 steps a day. <gasps> That's, the only time I've done that, I think, is probably Disneyland. Yeah, so <laughs> no, that was just an been... average, but obviously it was catering. So it was up and down the whole city, always running around and oh about. Um, obviously working 80 hours weeks. So, yeah, here um, at the ICCA, I'm averaging between fifteen to 18,000 a day. Slacker. That's, so, uh, it's signi- that is significant. So it's you guys still, must be fit. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the belly is there. But, well, you you've, got a, you've got a taste <laughs> as well, this step. Exactly. Um, chef, I'm, I'm always impressed by the gadgets that you guys have in front of yeah. us. I mean, I was going to say we've got this, we've got that. I actually don't know. Um, I can see a pizza oven and I can see... Some well, convention as Some convention. Okay. But, th- but I mean, this is all professional stuff that, yeah. you know, your students will be using in professional kitchens. What about us mere mortals who just want to put together a nice meal at home? What are some of the gadgets that you use at home that really are worth, worth spending on? Definitely a chopping board. A decent professional chopping board. Wood, right. plastic, what do you want? Uh, plastic. Wood is not actually that great, only because the knife, once you start actually cutting on there, bacteria actually gets into the dents, into the cuts, and then obviously you try to wash it in the basin, mm. and it's wood, wood expands, bacteria sticks on there. So a good, decent chopping board, maybe even a small set with the different colors, red for meat, yellow for chicken, white for dairy, green for veg, lost blue me. for fish, <laughs> all right? It's all, you can sort of make out, I mean, blue yeah. is the ocean, so that's fish. Okay. Meat is red, blood, that's red. 
You know, so if you've got those sort of different colors, that already eliminates cross-contamination in your kitchen. A decent knife is definitely one that you should buy. The, the thing about knives is I'm always a little bit kind of overwhelmed because the, the price range is astounding. You, yes. you could spend 10 dirhams, you could spend literally thousands. Correct. For someone like me who cooks a few times a week, I'm not entering you know, your culinary school or indeed any competitions sure. anytime soon. What would be a reasonable amount to spend and what should we be looking for in terms of size that would be really versatile? You're looking for just a decent blade. I mean, if you buy a good blade, it's going to last you a lifetime. It's going to last you five, ten years easy. But if you go buy a blade maybe for 30 dirhams, I mean, after a year or two, you can't even sharpen it. It loses its edge. It Mm -hmm. loses its sharpness, all of it. So I would say a decent blade, anything from about... 100 to 300 okay is something good for a gift then good. not not something that you you know yeah, would, and it doesn't mean you need to go buy the whole set no. of 12 different knives start collecting them and start appreciating the different knives because actually cutting yourself with a sharp knife is actually better than cutting yourself with a blunt knife so what about sharpening at home then what do we need to know so sharpening at home i mean you could get a honing steel Um, but you don't really need that you could get a sharpening stone you don't really need that these days now you actually get the little sharpening wheels okay so you just put your knife in and you just go back and forth back and forth 10 times and your knife will maintain sharp okay so right now let's go to gadgets because in our in our in our house we've just moved house i'm like where are we going to put all the stuff (laughs) we have an air fryer and i saw saw a meme the day and it was like raise your hand if you didn't have a baby or get an air fryer during the pandemic and i was like i didn't get an air fryer i've had it for quite a while actually but people who have them do tend to shout about them from the rooftops definitely because i've got kids and we are doing things like a chicken nuggets and you know we put chicken in it we make you know sweet potato fries in it we heat pizza in it I love it. Yeah. So we've got air fryer, we've got coffee machine, smoothie maker. My favorite bullet. Uh, yeah, I've got a Nutribullet, but okay. this one is an animal. I have an ice smoothie every single morning, okay. and it, it is incredible. Um, we've. <laughs> my husband and I love making pancakes. So one of our engagement presents was like a hot top that's got four circle indentations okay, for making yes, pancakes, yes. which I know sounds ridiculous. No, but it's perfect. It's awesome. It works, yeah. It's absolutely awesome. Whereas I feel like sometimes you get a gadget because I feel like you should have one, a bread maker, an ice cream maker, and then it gets dusty and then you're like, never going to use it again. Yeah. What about in your household? What are some of the gadgets that are most used and beloved? So I love, obviously, a good toasting machine, like a panini um, machine to make like toasted cheese or toasted chicken mayonnaise, you know, that quick little snack. Yum. Um, definitely the Nutribullet is a must have for me. Um, pasta machine. Oh. I'm all on a pasta machine. So all I right. love making my pasta. That's chef. Okay, so next time next time we're here, well. ICCA, I want custard tarts and fresh pasta. Chef Done. Sergio, you have got some chefs to look after this afternoon. It smells absolutely phenomenal. I'm Thank getting you. some lovely coconut smells going. Yeah, yep. Rick is Definitely. loving it. We want to be fed very, very soon. Get back and help those people. Thank you. So Always I can have an early dinner. Cheers, Chef. Really appreciate it. We are with you this afternoon broadcasting live from ICCA. Chef Sergio there, the cookery chef instructor and the right-hand man to Chef Richie Richards of Miss Lily's. He is here making jerk chicken. We'll be catching up with our Masterclass participants next. Welcome back to Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Eat well, live well. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. What I want to know from you this afternoon 
is your three-word Thursday. Just have a little mental check-in with yourself. I know it's been a busy week for a lot of people. Manic is the word I keep on hearing from people this week. I was like, how are you going? Manic. So busy. Manic. Everyone is just a little bit crazy. So take a minute, have a breathe, and send me your three-word Thursday. How is your day in just three words? We've had fun hotel hopping. Give me food from Mohammed. <laughs> Happy, active, excited, says Jamila. So please, I'd just love to have a, a little check-in with you. Chef Richie Richards is here. He is the head chef at Miss Lily's. How is your day in just three words, sir? Can you describe it? I'd definitely say happy, active and excited. Yes! And uh, a lot of fourth, flavorful. <laughs> yeah. Super spicy, delicious. Um, chef, this is smelling even better. What's just gone into the pans? Because it smells like getting like some ginger maybe it looks like you're crushing something as well what's going on okay so now they're actually now they're actually doing the rice and peas so we started off with the extra virgin coconut oil um sweating with some aromatics which is the onion garlic and the ginger which is the flavor you're getting right about now so half the words they're going to have the coconut cream to it and they're going to add the pimento and all that is going to import on your rice and peas i can't wait yeah. I really can't. I'm after message my husband and go, you know, we talked about pasta tonight. It's not going to be necessary. Um, tell us about what happens, what the, what the atmosphere is like in the kitchen, Miss Lily. Is it a, a music on kind of brigade or is it like concentration? The music is always blasting in the kitchen. Is it? What do you listen to? Whatever the DJ is playing is playing in the kitchen also. So oh, really? Jam that the DJ is blasting. In the kitchen, we're hearing it and we're vibing into it also and we're cooking. So, I mean, there's no better atmosphere. You're cooking with music. Uh, energetic team you're having a party team, pretty much and do you know what that sounds like cooking with fun cooking with love you guys must work late hours because Miss Lily's is a party place we do we do we do uh, our kitchen closes uh, on the weekend our late menu goes until 2.40 yeah I've been in bed for about 6 hours by then Chef well thank you for being with us this Thursday afternoon we know Thursday service is always a busy one so really appreciate your time we'll be catching up with you and the guys in just a little while get back in there give me your microphone because I want to have a little taste before we go home at 5 o'clock this is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts ICCA Dubai only on Dubai Eye 103.8 I'm Helen Farmer with you live here on Dubai Eye 103.8 until 5 o'clock getting you the mood for the weekend food chat aplenty and joining us live on the line is Haya Tarek content creator from Pass Me the Dim Sum Haya how are you? Hi, Helen. It's good to be back. How are you? I'm really well. I'm really excited to be trying Chef Richie Richards' jerk chicken in about half an hour. I wish you could be here to uh, help me with the taste test, but I know you've been incredibly busy. Um, Oh, thank you for accommodating. Oh, of course. So I know we're going to be talking about some of the latest food news, including that cookie trend that I don't understand, and some of your favorite restaurants. But you've got some news yourself. You've launched your own tea brand. Tell us more. Yes, so I don't know if you remember, but the first time I came on years ago, I came on to talk about tea, and yes. this year I have launched my own tea brand. It's um, it's high-quality, loose-leaf artisanal tea from China, Taiwan, and Japan. Um, it's not; It doesn't have any essential oils or additives or dried fruits. It's just so good and has so much to offer on its own. I'm and so thrilled I'm for you. I really, really am. What's it called? It's 
called Hayati, which is oh. on the Arabic word Hayati, which means my life, and he really is my life. So, <laughs> huge con- congratulations! Really, uh, it's wonderful to hear about projects being started, born out of passion, and I know tea is something you're incredibly passionate about we'd love to have a taste and talk uh, talk more in depth about tea because i've had so many people saying oh when you get to kilimanjaro the ginger tea will give you life it's going to keep you moving and i was like okay brilliant i'm preparing myself to drink lots over the next 10 days now that sounds great well when, when you're back from kilimanjaro i'd love to host you for a tea tasting at kinoya i'm I, I love how you say when i'm back whereas i'm kind of thinking if i ever come back <laughs> <laughs> um, Hayek, can you shed some light on something that completely baffled me on social media last night? It was a video of a guy making a cookie out of a heaped tablespoon of sugar, a bit of baking powder. He tried to cut a, cut a star shape out and it just said, if you know, you know. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and you didn't know. Not a clue. What is this about? So this is the Korean Dalgona cookie, and the Koreans grew up eating this. It's a caramelized sugar cookie. And this trend really picked up through the Netflix show called Squid Game. It's all the rage. It has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. And the show is basically about a survival game in which 450 people who are in debt play these games from their childhood, except the winner is going to win a huge cash prize but the losers get brutally killed so oh the stakes are high <laughs> yeah the stakes are very high and so in the second challenge they have to separate the edges of this delgona cookie from the center without breaking it and oh. that's how everyone's um, making these at home now with but without the dire consequences if it goes wrong without the dire consequences <laughs> and you know the trend is picking up so much that i just saw that um just today i saw that 1004 gourmet has launched their version of the cookie <gasps> so i'm curious to see what challenge they're going to i will have a chat <laughs> with those guys because they are our neighbors let us know if you've tried us on 4001 higher have you had a go yet or not i'm gonna make it tonight let me know Tag, okay. tag Dubai Eye on social media. Um, we'd love to, uh, love to see how that goes for you. Welcome back to Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Eat well, live well. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. We are definitely eating well. And uh, hopefully, Chef Richie Rich is with us from Miss Lily's. How long do you think it can be until I can have a taste of the jerk chicken? Five minutes. Okay, perfect. Sir, that sounds amazing. Now, earlier... We had a look at your ingredients that were laid out and saw the plantain and I was like, ah, I've got a confession. There are very few foods that I don't like. One of them is bananas. Like I am near phobic, cannot stand them, Can't, don't, got no real idea why. And plantain do look a lot like banana. And I was like, is this going to be a problem? And you said... No, they're not. They're part of the banana family, but they're totally different. Tell us about the taste of a plantain. Okay, so the raw one itself, you can have it raw, but it's a lot starchier than okay. banana. When you cook it, you can either boil it or you can fry it. This application that I'm giving to you now is fried, where it is shallow fried, so it brings out the sugar a lot more, but mm. as you taste, there's no taste of bananas there. Not at all. Exactly. It's more like a potato, kind of like like a neutral starch. Yeah, but that, but that high sugar content. And what's nice, actually, because of that sugar content, you can see that while you haven't shallow, it's not too super shallow fried. Yeah. It was almost pretty much deep fried. Yeah. But you still have these lovely charred edges and you get that kind of, almost like a smokiness coming through as exactly. well. And the thing with, with the chocolate plantain is that 
um, when you're frying them because of the high sugar content in there. If you just blink, mm-hmm. they burn. Mm-hmm. So you need to pay attention to them. Now, we have had a couple of burnt rice situations in the kitchen this afternoon. You can't say that. I, I know, but I smelt it. And everyone, apart from that, and listen, I cannot cook rice to save my life. <laughs> what, what, in your mind, what is number one tip? And then I'll get back to your troops. For cooking rice well with no burnt bottoms. Low and slow. Low and slow. Chef Rich Richard, thank you so much. I'll be catching up with you soon to taste that jerk chicken. We're catching up now with higher content creator at Pass Me the Dim Sum, who is sharing her favourite current restaurants. Hiya, I haven't been out in ages, so I'm really glad you're here this afternoon to talk us through where you've been enjoying. Let's start with Kanoya. What is the origin story to this restaurant? What do you think makes it so special? So what makes Kinoya so special is that it's a passion project and it's a dream that became reality. Uh, Neha, the chef, used to have a very successful supper club in her home for three years. And now she has a fully successful, fully fledged restaurant and it's always packed. Packed. I mean, the supper club, when you say it was successful, you couldn't get in for love nor money. She'd make an announcement on Instagram and it would sell out instantly. And it's it much the second. and much the same now with the restaurant. I've seen people going there for like a six o'clock dinner because that was the only only slot they got. Um, talk to us about the food. The food is Japanese. It's delicious. She's got a, a little bit of everything from ramen to uh, izakaya bar snacks. Like mm. they've got a really melt in your mouth wagyu sukune. Um, and what I love about the restaurant is how authentically, unpretentiously Japanese it is. You can go have a casual bowl of ramen at the bar, watching the chef prepare the food, or you can book an entire omakase meal or an entire private dining room for a special occasion. And every single time I go there, I run into someone I know. So it gives me very neighborhood pub vibes, even though I don't drink. But I just love it so much. It's um, it's it's like a real community favorite amongst chefs as well. Yeah. Um, and as you say, it's all to do with that kind of foodie community. It's a hot ticket right now. Where where is it in town? It's in uh, the Onyx Tower, same floor as 1004 for me. So I have my lunch over there and then I go buy my groceries at 1004 and it's a productive day. <laughs> Sounds like a happy, well-fed day as well. Yeah. And now if we can't get a table at Kanoya, which is quite likely, what else have you been enjoying? Um, and let's, let's stay with Asian. Any other recommendations? Um, I love ordering in. And um, a recent new discovery has been Pow Pow Thai. Okay. It's really authentic, very legit, very spicy. Well, it doesn't have to be spicy. You can ask them to dial it down, but it's really good Thai food. I need to check this out, see if it's going to it's deliver to the delivery. area. Okay, and in terms of a must-order, what do you think is the standout dish? I, I do love their pomelo salad very much. Oh, yum. Love a pomelo salad. Okay, so Kenoya, Pow Pow Thai. Thank you so much. Now, what about staying at home? We are, I feel like we've kind of moved through that stage of the pandemic where everyone was making their banana bread, everyone did their sourdough starters. Mm-hmm. I got weirdly into pickling things. Don't know why. Oh, interesting. Mm, I still, still enjoy, <laughs> still have some, some pickled red onion kicking around. Um, but hot sauces seem to be the hottest thing right now. Why do you think that is? 
Yeah, I feel like uh, the banana bread, they came, conquered, and left, but the hot sauces and chili oils, they stayed. And one of them was a COVID baby. It was Curious Elephant. Mm. And um, she's doing really well, and I love her product. It makes me so happy to see her doing so well. Um, and recently, a new one dropped. It's called Major Flaves. Major Flaves. Love love the confidence, (laughs) love the name. And I actually mentioned uh, Hot Sauce just earlier because I did a collaboration with High Joint, which I I went along and tried their burger, which is served with. Hiya, I had one bite and was in (laughs) tears. In abs- that's the difference between you and me it's served with a scoop of ice cream that's how hot it is I could not handle it at all they were honestly the whole staff were, were mocking me <laughs> in the nicest possible way and I was trying to do um, some social media and be like yeah we're here trying tears rolling down my face but um, such a great addition to the pantry though to have some of these kind of hits of flavour so I've got Chili the Curious Elephant one it's yeah. phenomenal I, I make one of the few things I'm actually pretty decent at that I would back myself on I do a really nice Thai butternut squash soup with coconut milk and mm. a bit of the Curious Elephant uh, chili oil is epic um, talk to me about another hidden gem in the pantry that you think we should all be investigating and maybe incorporating into our food which is from Singapore. Yeah, so, I mean, chili so- chili oil and chili sauces are great, but if you want to numb that down a little bit, yes. I really love <laughs> Sui's Kaya. It's, um, it's a coconut milk, pandan, and egg spread, and you have it with a thick slab of butter in a toasted white bread sandwich. <gasps> it's so delicious. Where it's can so we find such a thing? Um, so you can just hit her up on Instagram, but actually she also sells at 1004. As you can see, there's a reason why I love that supermarket. <laughs> <so> that <laughs> daily. So they it's called all my favorite things from Suey's Kaya. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Hi, we've run out of time, unfortunately. We have run out of chat. We'd love to have you back on again. For anyone who wants to follow you, check out your recommendations. Check out some of these tips for places to go and things to try. Where can we check you out on social media? Pass me the dim sum or pass me the dim sum.com or now hire tea if you want good tea. Thank you so, so much. Wishing you a wonderful food filled weekend ahead. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Good Have... luck with Kilimanjaro. Thank you. I'm off tomorrow morning. This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai I 103.8. And coming towards the end of the show, but you have got just a couple of minutes left to get involved and throw your hat into the ring. Big weekend happening here in Dubai. I just want to know if you could spend that voucher cooking a meal for someone special. Who would you cook for and what are you making? Um, I've got, I love this. Uh, Adrian would make, uh, make adobo for my wife. It's our anniversary. She loves me cooking for her. Uh, Amy says, three-course meal for my husband, just like you have moved house <laughs> to say thank you for me being a rat bag. Scallops with cauliflower puree, salmon with mushroom cream sauce, then his favorite apple crumble. Oh, that sounds 
incredible. And Georgina says, my special person is my husband. He's in love with Thai food, so I'd make for him Thai green curry as a main dish, then mango sticky rice, but with Egyptian mango as that's his favourite. We are at the exciting stage of the masterclass this afternoon, which means some food has been put in front of me. Chef Richie Richards has been guiding us through that jerk chicken. He's the head chef at Miss Lily's. And... (laughs) My mouth, my mouth's really watering. It smells unbelievable. In front of us, we have got that rice and beans cooked in that beautiful coconut. We've got the fried plantain, which I just tried, and star of the show, jerk chicken. Chef, your, uh, your team is there plating up their own chicken, looking really, really pleased with themselves. Uh, so I think they've got a lot to be proud of. Some don't really cook at all. Chef has been teaching exactly how to make this jerk rub. Can Let's start with the chicken, Chef. I'm going to have a little uh, little try of this. Tell us about the spices, what goes into making a really good jerk marinade. Okay, so a really good jerk marinade, first, you need to have the squash bunny pepper. If you don't have the squash bunny pepper, you can substitute it for habanero and pimento. But it, would, but it wouldn't really be a proper jerk. It wouldn't, but again, jerk, you can do a variation of it right and as you said you're not too keen on the spice so no. we can tone it down a little <laughs> okay, bit thank you. so just ha, be careful of I, how how spicy how is this before i put it before before i eat it live on radio and start crying on a scale of one to ten i'll say five. Oh man okay right buckle so up dubai okay so just talk us through and uh so if anyone wants to make it this weekend what they'd need to buy from spinnies okay so from spinnies you need to buy the pimento berries habanero um Onion, garlic, ginger, and of course spring onions. That's spicy. It's not that spicy. <laughs> you are Jamaican. I but am from true. rural northeast England. <laughs> <laughs> Will the coconut cool me down a bit? It does. Okay. Taste it. So the coconut and the plantain is the cooling effect. <coughs> cooling it's, effect. it's delicious. It really is. But that's really spicy. That would warm me up on a cold night. Yeah. So um, you cooked the rice in the coconut uh, coconut cream would you say yes in the coconut milk mixture okay so tell us so what's in here it's rice and it's the beans the coconut cream mm-hmm. um, extra virgin coconut oil honey and garlic um, pimento a little bit of squash point also uh, a little bit of salt and a pinch of sugar now oh. the sugar I had to it that's my grandma's recipe oh what's her yeah. name what's, what's your grandma's name we call her Miss Pearl Miss Pearl yeah Oh, I love her already. Um, this, do you know what's lovely? It's got a stickiness, but it's not it's not claggy or heavy. Yes, it's so light and beautiful and sweet. And the beans are they cooked in the rice as well? Yes, they are. Okay, yeah. I'm going. So you in. should try. Okay, I'm going to put. Okay, I'm going to go for the full the full experience with a piece of the planting as well. All right, boss. All right. Yes. Give me a go. chance. Thank you very much. Is this the size of the dish that you get at Miss Lily's? Yeah, you get a half chicken and with a side. Half chicken. Yes, you eat. You feed people well. Yeah, we do. Generous get, portions. You get value for money. I'm Good. Good, for sure. Good. Okay, so full uh, full mountain. Now, tell us about what else you could use this jerk marinade for. You can use it on whatever meat you like to use it, whatever seafood, and also on vegetables. So jerk is very universal. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon. My pleasure. We've got some really happy faces. I've got a very happy tummy cannot thank you enough for that uh we're gonna we're gonna uh, let you go and we're gonna have a little a little nibble huge thanks as ever to icca 
Spinney's as well, providing all the ingredients and that brilliant prize. And to you, wishing you a wonderful, wonderful weekend ahead. Full of food, full of expo, full of friends, full of smiles. And uh, I'm away next week. You'll be in very safe hands. I might be less safe on the side of a mountain, but I'll catch you when I get back. Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8. Don't forget, you can tune in live to Farmer's Kitchen every single Thursday afternoon on Dubai Eye 103.8 between 2 and 5 p.m.